Kane's Fishing and Hunting Show on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Good Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. For our weekly Fishing and Hunting Show, and welcome to Kane Radio on FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always... The purpose of our show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And, Rick, uh, of course, we wouldn't be here for these fine sponsors. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, Raging Cajun, Seasonings, and Foods. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, you got to dial that old area code, 337, but the number is 367-1240. You can listen to us online at www.kane. 1240.com anywhere in the world. If you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240. You can pick up the show on any accessible internet device. We're live here at the studios of Kane Radio at 107 West Main Street next to Victor's Cafeteria here in downtown New Iberia, which is open. And Rick, uh, freshwater, saltwater fishing, what you're hearing? Tony, the basin's jumping, so that's going to be out for a while. Uh, everybody's going to start. We've got a bunch of tournaments coming up. going to start focusing on the lake. And uh, like I said, in, in you know the last couple of weeks, almost a month, the uh, crop uh, white tacale has, has been tremendous in Toledo, being Lake Fork, Sam Rayburn, you know. But locally, uh, with the basin coming up, the, but the the good thing about that would be for crawfish, you know, it's going to be pretty much too high for fishing. Yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. As of this <laughs> morning at yeah. six o'clock, oh yeah, uh, it was right around uh, ten foot uh, over in the basin. In a matter of uh, almost a couple of weeks, it's going to jump up uh, to a little over 14 feet in the basin uh, right. in that. So, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty yeah. quick. Like I said, Tony, you know, you're going to see the, the crawfish really ramp up, you know, when they, when they start running in the basin. And uh, which is a good thing because everybody, you know, all down in, here in southwest Louisiana, we love our crawfish. Oh, that we do, too. So, uh, boy, there was a lot of cries. Man, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Of crawfish. <laughs> At some of the local uh, yeah. uh, areas, uh, not only uh, in the restaurants, but more so uh, the wholesalers uh, uh, yeah. uh, trying to, uh, people getting crawfish lined up for uh, Good Friday, which is tradition here. Oh, in yeah, this they area. were talking about making loans and everything. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, oh, it's, it's something. It's, it's something. up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right about that. Anyway, Rick, uh, I don't know if you've been able to go fishing right now, but uh, what would you tell someone if they want to go fishing in the lakes or, uh, for that matter, the basin? Tony, the basin. I said would pretty much be with with that much of a influx of water coming in the basin would pretty much be out unless you just had a a landlocked you know somewhere you could go and uh, right now I would pound size uh, like we were doing before like quarter and you go down to a quarter or three sixteenths ounce spinner bait uh, or maybe even an eighth ounce really slow rolling because the water is going to be very cold right now uh, but like I said the basin is going to be out the lake is uh going to start getting a lot of with the tournaments coming up i would probably do the same thing but then uh, with all the rain we've been having you may have to travel around a little bit to find some pretty water even in the lake you know no i hear you uh yeah. with that but in the wind we've been having a lot of wind also but yeah that has been a case too but the weather's supposed to warm up a little bit today yeah uh, sometime in the 70s uh so it uh, should be a pretty nice day too right. now, and uh should be turning on here soon and uh well, Sunday we, we may have a little break, but I think we're going to have a lot of rain tomorrow. I may try to take a little jump to the Sunday and check that out. And uh, it should just be about time, Tony. But, you know, good good fishing's right around the corner. 
Uh, I, I hear you. I hear you, too. And uh, we're talking about the seasons. Uh, with the, of course, out at Lake Force Point, uh, the bass are sure to get the attention of fishermen in the three major tournaments that kick off competitive bass fishing uh, here in this year. So uh, the dates for this uh, big tournament, uh, Legends on the Lake, uh, I think was held in January last week. Okay. And I was trying to find some information on that. Uh, it's held by the Sunset Base, the Chaffalaya Basin Club and uh, Hog Hunters. Uh, as of March 2nd and a Saturday out at Marshfield near Lowerville. So uh, the Legends Tournament, uh, of course, follows the annual season opener, the Louisiana Bass Cats Invitational Fishing, uh, and that's scheduled for February uh, the 18th, a Sunday out of uh, Fairfax, yep. Foster, Bailey Landing, right and Franklin. Right around the corner, yep. Yep, all, uh, open participants will scatter to all points of the compass depending on the weather and water conditions. So in search of uh, keep a bass uh, for over the years, many of them uh, point uh, the bow of their bass boat to Lake Force point course the granddaddy tournament of them all the jackie savoy uh, memorial bass tournament classic this year is scheduled to be held april 27th at marshfield landing and where man they have all kind of booths food booths and musicians uh yep. and entertain the crowd as well as the bass anglers who participate in the fundraiser for the lydia lydia cancer society and the katie and hope for cause among the other nonprofit groups but uh the tournament features hourly payoffs, we all know that, for the three biggest bass plus uh, the biggest five bass limit. Entry fee is $150 a boat, and for more information, you can give a, T, uh, a call at uh, 337-519-3107. And first up on the calendar, however, is the 19th annual Louisiana Bass Cats Invitational with $1,000 guaranteed for the team with the heaviest limit on February the 18th. Also, the entry fee is $100 a boat with an optional $10 for the big bass uh, pot. And for more information, give uh, Max Stevens a call. Of course, the area code being the same, 337. The number is 281 5018. Also, uh, from the area this year to see who's become the legends of the lake, uh, entry fee is $100 per boat. For more information, uh, you can give uh, 337 a call, uh, and that number is 501. 501- Thirty-five, thirty-nine. So uh, the fishing's just right around the corner, Rick. A lot man. of activity coming up. Oh, you betcha. And with that, and I uh, just want to go into a little bit further, too, Rick, and I know you've been involved some uh, over the years with uh, the Jackie Savoy Memorial Bass Classic. Uh, anyway, they want to keep it uh, going, and uh, with that, T. Royce uh, Savoy uh, uh, said a few weeks ago, this year's event is scheduled to be held April 27th, Marshfield Landing on Lake Forest Point. He announced uh, the annual two-in-one tournament uh, on that date, too, for the Big Bass Classic. Uh, Acadiana's bass anglers will compete for hourly bass, which is really pretty neat, too. It's a little strategy involved there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want to go with the five-bass limit or you want to go with the uh, hourly bass for the uh, for the money. But uh, entry fee is $150 a boat with a guaranteed 4000 uh, going to the three biggest bass each hour at 250, 150, and 100, and 2,000, the first, second, and third place finishers in the biggest bass limit. Uh, a lot of money there, too, Rick. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, T. Uh, T. Roy said, uh, who took over as a director, uh, of course, uh, Elvis Jaminet, uh, we all recall, uh, who was the tournament's founder way back in. Uh, uh, he made it a point to emphasize the bass angler as part of the popular fundraiser, but also add the experience to the live bands and the cook-off. And uh, T said, I'm trying to make a cook-off a little bigger. There are numerous items for raffle uh, sold that uh, uh, contribute uh, to the fundraiser. Major raffle item this year is an all-expense 
paid five days, six nights uh, bow hunting uh, of a lifetime at uh, the trip to the Double Deuce Ranch near Powersville in north central Missouri. The tickets, $5 being sold uh, for the trip worth nearly $3,000. The hunt itself, he said, cost approximately $2,150. It covers a $265 license and adds a $400 for travel expenses uh, for all of this. Uh, just, it's a great time. Family and entertainment, too. Rick out there with the, you know, dealing with cancer victims, defray the help, defray the yeah. cost. And uh, and or buy groceries. That's why the chief benefactors in this are the Lydia Cancer Society and the Acadiana Hope for Cause. Uh, great, uh, great honor there, and yep. uh, they do a great job too. I've been out there f- many times. Oh yeah, uh, with that, and uh, of course, it's in honor of Jackie Savoy, uh, T's wife, who uh, was diagnosed with cancer in 2017 and uh, passed away February 1st, uh, uh, three years ago, yesterday. And he renamed the tournament uh, in February of that year after her. Tournament was held without missing a beat every year. So, uh, and they um, just uh, just a great event, gr- a great uh, time. And uh, Savoy uh, thanks all the anglers over the years who's fished and individuals and businesses who donate, and everyone associated with the fundraiser being able to uh, do do something like that. So, uh, just a great tournament out there and a lot of boats and hopefully. It can pick it back up. It uh, went down a little bit during the COVID year a few years ago, but uh, uh, they hope to have a lot of boats out there. To my can recall, uh, some of the big years, man, they had 65 and 70 boats yeah. out there. Yeah, we did, Tony. You know, so uh, it was a big, uh, big One year big. we knocked 100. We had uh, 90, 97, I think it was. Now, this is years ago, but, yeah, yeah. it's all for a good cause. Yeah, uh, and what can you say uh, with that? Also, the big news, uh, we got uh, 20 after the hour. The big news, Rick, and here we go again. Uh, with the uh, redfish, will Louisiana tighten the redfish catch limits for the first change in decades, you know? Uh, and I'm wondering uh, what's going to take place with that, Rick. Uh, you know, they're talking about uh, right now it's five, and uh, talking to a game warden uh, this week, uh, a former game warden this week, uh, to see what he thought about that. At. And he said, uh, ah, the three fish limit, that's fine, uh, and the over the limit, yeah, I'd like to see him hold it at that, uh, what was it, uh, I think, uh, how many pounds? Uh, is it 20, 27 pounds, I think, uh, was the uh, heaviest. He said, I'd like to see him not uh, catch anything over 27 pounds. So you keep the keep the uh, the big fish around uh, right. to help uh, move the cause and generate more. But uh, right now, uh, when it comes to changing limits for redfish, uh, the Gulf Coast favorite, uh, you remember Chef Paul with the black? You know, I've never eaten a black and redfish. You need a ton. Yeah, I've never eaten that. I just, I don't think that's a delicacy. And it was, it was so popular back yeah. in the day, especially when uh, he had his restaurant in uh, New Orleans. Uh, and it's been the case recent weeks, states moved to tighten the catch limits on that. And uh, I do think we have a call here on the line, Rick. Right. So let's put the, that person on. Good morning. You're on the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. How y'all doing? Hey, Mike, how you doing? What's going on, bud? You talk, talking good, about you this good. morning, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I was trying to look up oh, the hard nights. Oh, I might have missed it. Yeah, I tuned in late. That's what I kind of wanted to. It's the 20th. Yes. So, And then uh, everybody. Also have their uh, open tournament uh-huh. on Sunday, uh, February eighteenth. Eighteenth, yeah. Okay, which, which is out of uh, Franklin, uh, yes. land in the Fairfax Landing uh-huh. over there. It's a hundred dollars and ten dollars big bass. Yes, so sir. We usually have thirty-five, forty boats. Right. Okay. All right. 
And uh, with that, Mike, uh, of course, uh, March 20th, the opening uh, hog night is Wednesday night, and then every other week, and y'all championship weekend, uh, uh, September or August this year? Uh, it's the end of August this year. Okay. So with that, yeah. every other every other week, uh, and of course, as always, still uh, as the people pull in on Wednesdays to decide where the next uh, uh, hog Correct. fight's going to be? Yeah, as they pay, we take a vote, let the fishermen pick where they want to go, and then we go with I hear you. I hear you. Anyway, look forward to talking to you each okay. Wednesday uh, starting uh, March 20th. Appreciate Sounds it. Good. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, another another big tournament, uh, uh, Rick, in that area with oh, that. Yeah. So uh, well, look forward to up. that. Mike calling in yeah. every other Wednesday. Right, a lot of uh, activity coming up. Or I should say every the, other the Friday, fishing, yeah, Friday. After the Wednesday tournament. That's right. correct. Yeah. That's correct. Anyway, uh, speaking to that game warden, and uh, and the debate's intensity was on display. They had a public hearing last week uh, with dozens of anglers and uh and the types that went one-on-one to the podium and on they and they were talking about it. the two groups even tended to sit on opposite sides of the room yeah. as if the members you know but i mean right. you, well, you can yeah, imagine this going happening you know on opposite sides oh so. that's right yeah. so uh anyway uh some of the debate centered around the fragile coast and uh what's really fair and what's good the journey toward the new limits on redfish have been arduous uh anyway though not as tangled as a four-year debate over the speckled trout over the last four years when they finally settled on the uh numbers but uh the proposed now on the table would be the first change in the redfish since 1988 it would allow anglers to keep three redfish per day between 18 and 27 inches. No fish below or above those lengths would be allowed. Uh, that marks a significant change in the current limits, uh, which uh, the five fish per day limit be- between 16 and 27, they moved it up a couple of inches from 16 to 18. Okay. Then one fish above the 27 inches may be kept, though. Calls for change gained momentum in 2022 when the voices of experienced anglers sounding the alarm over the lack of redfish in Louisiana's bayous and marshes grew louder. The results were of an assessment by biologists that the state's Department of Wildlife and Fisheries backed up those concerns. And in the meantime, too, Rick, is that uh, talking to that game warden, he flat told me here in our area, we don't have issues with uh, the lack of redfish, too. No, so they, I'm wondering yeah. where the screaming's coming from. Hmm. Uh, over on the question, uh, over on the eastern side of the state, it could be. I, I don't know if it'd be on the western side. Well, of they the got state. just as many canals though as we do, you yeah. know, because redfish do. Uh, they, they like brackish water also. Yeah. So uh, uh, with that, uh, not sure how all that's going to come about, It'll but play uh, out. Yeah. The ripple effects leaving frio fish to grow to adults, migrate offshore, and spawn because the redfish live long lives. Potentially, I didn't realize that up to forty years a redfish yeah. will live. And pr- Biologists, they're, they're doing tests just like they did on specs, on bass, and probably, like you said, white broccoli crappie, that's probably coming next. I agree. So they, they're seeing in the future where it might be a problem. That's the only thing that I could say, you know. Yeah, so uh, with that, so, of course, the state's Wildlife and Fisheries Commission approved an earlier attempt to tighten limits in a way that would even stricter than the state biologists had recommended, but uh, an oversight see. committee yeah. in the legislature vetoed it. So, uh Anyway, uh, the commission responded with the current proposal, though it could still opt to change its course. A new chairman has taken over, and separately from that, it's unclear whether Landry's new administration will want to become involved. Should no further changes occur, the new regulations could potentially take early as uh, as March of this year, but that's not certain uh, given. So uh, 
We just have to work it out. Of course, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, uh, it was Paul Prudhomme's black and redfish recipes mm-hmm. were a major yeah. part of the trend. And through the decline, it said they've begun even before that. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll see what uh, the commission and uh, it's going to take place yeah. uh, in the next few days. And uh, we'll see how that uh, now, Years uh, ago, Tony, with the gill nets, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, they did away with that because that, that does, that really did put a damper on, on the on the redfish oh well, i agree yeah so anyway we just have to see how it plays out well i remember going fishing with a buddy years ago and uh we were out near marshall and uh and uh he saw a guilt that he had a machete on board on the yeah. boat and he took two uh, I mean, oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he tore it up and threw it in the boat man after yeah. he got through uh oh, yeah. dismantling it and what's worse you get that in your prop bro Woo-hoo. oh yeah how many times i had to get man. in the water i mean you can't you know yeah and yep. it's not right to fish like that no nope. anyway that's not I, fishing I, you're right anyway uh secretary uh shahan uh secured some dollars for the state and uh Secretary Madison uh, Shahan, I think that's how you pronounce her name, uh, secured a $27 million in fisheries dollar for the Louisiana shrimp, oyster, and saltwater uh, finfish uh, business. Uh, she uh, went up to Washington, met with Louisiana's congressional delegation, and uh, uh, basically she was given, uh, secured this $27 million. Uh, and she said she wanted to thank Senator Kennedy and the Congresswoman uh, Letlow for their partnership and dedication to our state, our commercial seafood communities across the coast are suffering from low dockside prices, high fuel costs, and many natural disasters. This funding will bring our fisheries uh, some much-needed relief and continued relations with our congressional delegation, federal and state partners, and the legislation will ensure Louisiana can, uh, or Louisianians, can uh, keep thriving for generations to come. So, uh, interesting uh, for money to secure and all with that. And, uh, uh, anyway, uh, doing it, I mean, she's just first on the scene here now uh, with that. So we'll see how that uh, comes out and if uh, that money is distributed evenly and fairly uh, throughout the state uh, for the many uh, just causes that are there. Anyway, Rick, uh, just time to take our first break. Got a lot more to talk about here on Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Uh, we'll be back uh, right after this. Discover Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning and Ragin' Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce, seasoning, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Ragin' Cajun original recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana over the last 38 years. Ask for Ragin' Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask them for that rage and cajun say ball everyone loves pizza and everyone loves a home run put them together and you have home run pizza and yes right here in new iberia located at 3816 east old spanish trail it's new iberia's newest takeout pizza and delivery is available dough is made fresh each day and you get an assortment of toppings try the grand slam the double play or mr meaty they're all home runs at home run pizza 256 5783. That's 2565783. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulics serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303 3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. 
A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dahl's Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. Hi, this is Boxcar Badger. I'm inviting you to join me and PGA Golf professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m. We'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 3 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by GolfBalls.com and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Kane Road, and Sugar Oak. So let's make it tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. And uh, anyway, saw this and thought I'd give a little shout out uh, with that. The nomination deadline for the extended for Youth Hunter of the Year course, the Louisiana Wildlife and Federation and the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries have uh, extended the nomination deadline for the Youth Hunter of the Year uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, I want to say, from uh, today till Wednesday, February 7th, to give uh, young hunters more time to tell us about their exciting and memorable. Uh, experiences hunting and the youth hunter of the year award is specifically designed to give uh, young hunters in louisiana 15 years older and uh, or younger i should say 15 years old or younger at this time of the hunt the opportunity to express their excitement passion and love of hunting regardless of the outcome of their hunt course the lwf and the lw uh louisiana department of wildlife and fisheries are teaming up to honor the one boy or one girl and one girl uh for the youth hunter of the year in 2023 the hunt does not have to take place in louisiana but it must have happened uh within the 2023 calendar which is of course january 1 to december 31st and you must have a resident of louisiana you must have been a resident of louisiana in 2023 and to enter the 2023 2023 Youth Hunter of the Year contest. Complete and submit the nomination form find in the uh, Louisiana Wildlife Federations dot org. But uh, submit a short story written by the nominee describing the hunt and submit a photo of the hunt. And eligibility requirements, uh, as I said, hunter must be a Louisiana resident. Hunter must be 15 years old or younger at the time of the hunt. The hunt must take place between, uh, as I mentioned, January to December and the calendar year of 2023. Short story to be written by the youth. Hunt does not have to result in the harvesting of an animal. One entry per youth hunter. Previous winners are not eligible, and the two winners will receive plaques in recognition of their achievement and a $100 gift card. Uh, the winners also will be recognized at the Louisiana Federation's Annual Conservation Achievement Awards Banquet in April. Everyone who enters will be included in a drawing for a $100 uh, gift card also. And uh, with that, uh, you can go uh, to the uh, uh, Louisiana Wildlife Federation site and look for that. Uh, you have till February 7th. They didn't give me a time on that. Would it be 5 o'clock or will it be uh, midnight on the 6th? I'm not sure. But uh, pull that up, look at it, and I'm sure a lot of those answers will be uh, done for you yes, in sir. regard to that. Uh, I think a nice award, too, uh, with that uh, for a youngster in the meantime. 
You know, uh, Ricky, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the three public hearings uh, in January with the Louisiana black bear hunting season, the notice of intent. Yeah. And uh, with that, that I was looking around yesterday trying to find some type of uh, uh, press release or one of the papers up in North Louisiana talking about. I know for the first one back in uh, the 16th or the 18th of January, there was a lot of ruckus yeah. at that, that yeah. meeting with people speaking their minds about this. Yeah. Yeah. A particular uh, notice of intent to uh, hunt black bear up in North Louisiana, up in the northeast part of uh, North Louisiana. I was looking maybe the last meeting they had was on the 25th. Uh, at 6 p.m. at the LSU Ag Center up in uh, St. Joe. That's in Tensaw Parish. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, they're only talking about, I think, what, 10 bear maybe Ten being bears, killed. Yeah. And you got to go to all kind of classes right. and be updated on the hunt. And there are restrictions. Uh, I think it's just male bears and yeah, uh, right. no female bears or with cubs or any of that nature. But yes, uh, anyway, um, anyway, they talked about the hunt's going to take place in December of this year when female bears are less active and looking for dens, according to uh, the interview with the, the Louisiana Radio Network. And uh, with that, that's 10 tags that's going to be out there. And if all 10 bears are taken with female, it would disrupt the population. But, you know, I, me included, uh, you know, I see a black bear. I'm, I'm not going to distinguish if it right. doesn't have a cub, whether it's a male or a female bear. So a lot of uh, arguments about that uh, with that. Didn't think the bear population's uh, that annoying. Uh, anyway, uh, and of course, it was put on the uh, list uh, where you couldn't hunt them. But right. uh, I think now them. in the northern states, Tony, they really made a comeback. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent parishes, about I should that. say, northern yeah. parishes of the state, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent about that. Not sure how that's all going to work out uh, in the meantime. But uh, right. uh, we'll wait and see. So uh, a lot of hollering and screaming about that. Yeah, right all now, your too, animal right? activists, you're right. Yeah, yeah just uh, one thing I want to mention. I saw this uh uh, article uh, in one of the uh, regional papers that Sidmore Point is near completion of uh, some renovations. Yeah, I've and, seen that. Yeah, Sidmore Point is now in phase three of their park renovation project. Uh, soon visitors will be able to stay overnight at an RV park and away from Vermilion Bay. Uh, William uh, Pickney, a fisherman, a local fisherman out there uh, uh, from New Iberia, is going to the park since he was a kid. And he, he said, I used to fish on the other side, but now on this side with the new pier the fish are bigger i enjoyed he said of course the state park sitting just a few miles from the gulf of mexico sees about you ready three hundred thousand visitors a year i didn't realize that yeah me too and the new pier where picnic is able to fish now is uh, thanks to park renovations the park manager is by the name of Waylon king said just over the past year and a half the park underwent more than five million in renovations the first two phrases of uh, phases i should say included an elevation boardwalk and i've seen that and walked on it it's pretty nice yeah, yeah on that and the sand on the beach and the rocks to prevent uh, coastal erosion they've done a lot of work there they've redone the beach completely with uh, tons of sand and uh with that but uh and uh, please, he said, remember three uh, being the RV site, which consists of 22 full hookup and drive-through RV sites along with the roadway, 
throughout the park. Uh, King also said that the whole park is going to be paved just like a brand new. And the park will also have new fishing piers of the north side and the south side of the park. King also said that the overnight RV stays have multiple benefits for the parish. The overnight camping, he stated, at the RV park is going to be a big draw for us. More people, more revenue uh, for the parish and the state. Not only that, but uh, here's the bonus, more employment opportunities. He said the public who wanted to be able to stay overnight. Of course, they have those cabins out there currently right now. There yeah. was, I think there's eight uh, available. I don't know if it's 12, but I thought it was eight and uh, he said the public wanted to be able to stay overnight. That demand just grew and grew and grew. He said we found that the funding to get that going. Pickney said he's excited to see the new RV site. I'm looking forward to seeing it, and they've been working on it for a while now, and I'm excited to see it when it comes out. He also said that RV Park is anticipated to open in mid-March. So uh, hats off to him out there. Last time I was out there, too, uh, I could see the work being done with RV Park and also the uh, nice pier being built uh, I don't know. I want to say it's a, a few hundred yards that it t- yes. traverses going, I want to say, east yeah. over the marsh there. And uh, it's really pretty nice. And uh, I advise you, if you want to go out there and see uh, see it, uh, I think seniors get in free. It was at one time. Uh, so don't hold me to that. But I right. think you had to be over 60 or 62 maybe for seniors to get in free. And, uh, of course, uh, carloads, uh, individuals, not sure what the price is, probably a few bucks uh, to get in, uh, but still have built some more canopies out there and uh, for the pits and all that. So uh, I think I don't know if you can reserve it. Might be first come, first serve. But uh, uh, just a lot of improvements to that park out there for people looking for entertainment. Pretty weather coming up in the business on a that's right. Yep. Anyway, talking about uh, uh, problems with uh, fishing violations, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agents arrested a golden medal man for allegedly fishing violations in LaForce Parish uh, back a couple weeks ago on January 17th. They arrested a 45-year-old for blocking passage of fish, illegal use of monofilament gill net, uh, or selling or purchasing uh, game fish, taking game fish illegally, taking commercial fish or bait species without a commercial fishing license, taking undersized red drum, black drum, spotted sea trout, we call the uh, speckled trout, and taking over the limit of red drum and black drum and fishing without a basic saltwater and fishing licenses. Anyway, this guy uh, got caught red-handed. Uh, anyway, the individual admitted to planning on selling the game fish he caught. Agencies, the guilt net and fish and donated the fish to a local charity agents also learned they had an active warrant of his arrest agents arrested him on a hundred thousand dollar bond uh, violation and booked him into the LaForge Parish uh, Correctional Facility and of course uh, taking those uh, uh, commercial fish or bait species without commercial license $250 to $500 fine up to 90 days in jail uh, illegal use of monofilament gill net uh, $500 to $750 and $15 to 30 days in jail possessing over the linnet of uh, spotted sea trout red drum black drum brings another $350 fine and selling a purchasing game fish 350 to $500 30 uh, days in jail and of course fishing without a basic uh, fishing uh, saltwater licenses up to a $50 fine for each offense and uh, pretty sure that he won't be able to get a fishing license anytime soon nope. so uh, with that uh, Rick anyway uh, with that anyway the uh, 
uh, today, uh, the tides of the day here, a big Friday, Groundhog Day. I wonder if Puxatoni Phil saw his shadow. Maybe uh, <laughs> Jeff might have a little bit about that. Anyway, in the meantime, the sun rose in Southwest Pass at 657. Sunset will be at 546 tonight in the high and low tide chart. Uh, we can see that the uh, low tide, were the first one that was at 301 this morning, and the high tide, the only uh, high and low tide of the day, the high tide at 5.04 p.m. Meanwhile, tomorrow, Saturday, the 3rd, uh, sunrise 656, sunset at 547. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the low tide will be at uh, 347 a.m. Uh, Saturday morning, the high tide at 149 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Meanwhile, the 4th Sunday, sunrise 655, we gain another minute. Sun uh, set at 548. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the low tide will be at 436 a.m. and the high tide at 226 p.m. Meanwhile, the average water temperature in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay, a crisp 51 degrees. Might be a mm. little bit up from there as yeah. the sun's been out a couple of days with that. Anyway, uh, uh, Rick, as uh, as always, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these fine people. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasonings and Foods. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and dip.